What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Hey! Woo, woo. I gotta get, I got I'm in my base. I'm in my base. The coolest dude in the band is the bass player. The coolest team in the NFL is the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills came through and put up specking on the Dolphins, boy. Yo, I don't know if you guys ever heard that. Clapped them cheeks. Boy, them cheeks were clapped today, weren't they? <laughs> No, 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 no. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Because them boys put a clapping on them Dolphins. Them boys put a clapping on them Dolphins. I don't know. Y'all ever hear that sound? If mom and dad are in the bedroom and y'all hear that sound, it's because daddy's getting busy. And guess what? Daddy got busy with the Dolphins today. 70 points on the Broncos? Are you kidding me? Welcome to playing a real football team, man. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. If you feel good, clap them cheeks, boy. Because <laughs> we're going to celebrate today. If you got yourself a lady, you know what I'm saying? Or you got yourself a man, listen, man, in the... in. In honor of the clapping that happened today, celebrate by getting them cheese clapped today because today was a beatdown, man. They thought they were playing the Broncos that went toe-to-toe with the damn Chicago Bears. Are you kidding me? Put some respect on Buffalo's name, man. Put some respect on Buffalo's name, man. Y'all play too much. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't, you don't, get, you don't get to enjoy these games too often, right, where... You're stress-free. Whenever these games come up, these are these games where you can't settle. You got to sit right till the end. This felt like we were playing the damn Washington Commanders for crying out loud. Which makes me, it boggles my mind how we lost to the damn Jets. Golly, man. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are tuned in for the very first time, smash that like for your boy. If you have never joined this stream before, subscribe to the channel. And if you're a Dolphins fan, you got clapped today, baby. You got clapped today. Folks, this feels good. And it's very difficult to say that this was a much-needed game. It's very difficult to say that this this game is must-win. But it literally was must-win. Because now the, the everything's back in order. Everything's back in order. Why? Because the Bills are back on top. That's where they're supposed to be. That's where they're supposed to be. Not these, not these fake-ass fraudulent Dolphins that beat up on, on, a, on a team that has no offense in the Patriots. Not really. I mean, they beat up on a Broncos team, put 70 points that quit in the first quarter. Fam, come on now. Come on now. The Dolphins, they, they thought they could. Listen, let me tell you. I got to give big props. Big props to McDermott. McDermott came in and was like, nah, 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 nah. We've seen this dance before. We've seen the Tyreek Hill dance before. We know how to deal with him. Tyreek Hill does not have those monster games against the Bills, especially when he's been with the Miami Dolphins. He doesn't. We know how to temper him. We know how to cool his ass off. And the biggest thing that we did today was take away the run. Now, 
I will say this, Devin A-Chain had a hell of a game. He had, a, he had two big old runs that gashed us. And you know what? The Bills are sometimes, we allow these things to happen where we get gashed for a big run or two, and it happens to be to Devin A-Chain. But guess what? It don't matter because when I see that 20 points were put on the Bills, I'll take that. I really wanted that 50 burger. I really wanted that 50 burger. I wanted 50 points being hung on that ass. But we didn't get it. We didn't get it, which is all good because Miami now gets to go right back to Miami and ponder and think about, are we a real team? Shoot. The whole time people have been talking about take away Tua's first read, and now you got yourself a quarterback. Welcome to the NFL, man. Welcome to the NFL. You got you to gotta look somewhere other than Tyreek Hill's way. Once that first read is gone, let's go to your second read, the third read. Oh, guess what? We got Greg Rousseau on your ass. We got Leonard Floyd on your ass. And I don't even have the, the – I, I didn't even have to say Vaughn Miller. We're going to save that ass for, for week 17, week 18. Fam, this defense is howling right now. This defense is rolling. I didn't even mention the Jones. I didn't even mention Edward Oliver. Fam, stop playing with us, man. This goes for all you Dolphins fans. Stop playing with us. Y'all thought you had something, didn't you? Y'all thought you're cute. Walking down, you know what I'm saying, South Beach, thinking you cute. Got a cute little outfit going for drinks. Drinks ain't going to taste the same tonight. <laughs> you could go down to South Beach all you want. It ain't going to taste the same. They thought they were going to go 4-0, didn't they? How cute. You played a real team, baby. There was no heat. There was no mess. It was just straight football weather, and you got beat down. And that's how it should have been. Right from the jump. Beat the F down. Does not feel good. Listen, I never lay down to watch games. I was actually able to lay down, kick my feet up, and enjoy the beat down. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. So for you Dolphins fans that really thought y'all had some, this was your big test to see if you really a big dog. You failed. Pop quiz, you failed. You thought you had it. You thought you studied hard. I bet I really did good at my three pop quizzes before. This was a midterm. <laughs> this was an early midterm and you failed. So them quizzes that you took didn't do shit for you. <laughs> shame. Shame, shame, shame on you Dolphins fans. You thought you had it. Now, you guys already know how I do. Before I continue to poo-poo all over the damn Dolphins, because that's a team I don't like. Listen, I, they, used to be, they used to be a team that I could just, you know what I mean? It is what it is. But now they've, they've put themselves on the pedestal with the Dallas Cowboys, the, the New England Patriots, the, the Jets, and the Dolphins. And, you know, put the Chiefs on there, too. Those five teams. Dolphins I used to not mess with. And now look at this. Now look at us. <laughs> look at us. Who would have thought? No, I thought that. We all knew that. There's some of those games where you just don't, you don't worry too much. You give the team respect, but you don't worry too much. And this is a game that I had us winning. I have a splitting, splitting this, 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 this series between them, but that game later on that we split, we may not even need it and nor care because we're rolling right now. Now, let's go, let's go take a look at what Tua did today. <clears throat> Pardon me. So Tua Tungavailoa, 25 for 35, 282, eight yards of pop, a touchdown interception, took four sacks and a 92 rating. 
as much as I want to say we, I mean, we did poo-poo all over them. We, we dominated. But he still was moving the chains in the first quarter to the second quarter. He was moving until we just took over. But he was still moving. We weren't getting the stops that we needed to get. He was still moving the football. So for Dolphins fans that, that are discouraged, don't be discouraged. You still got a good quarterback. But y'all faced the, y'all faced the dog. You guys faced a pit bull. You, you faced a, a Kane Corso. You didn't, you didn't face a Chihuahua that you had last week. You faced a big dog. You feel me? So he fared okay. He fared pretty well. Not a bad, not, I mean, listen, what really kept y'all alive, truthfully, truthfully is Devin A. Chain with eight carries, 101 yards, and he took one for 55 yards. That hurt. That one hurt. I'm not going to front. That one did hurt. But at the end of the day, folks, let's keep it a buck here. Let's keep it a buck. McDaniel was outcoached. McDaniel had no answer for what McDermott was bringing your way. When I tell you I was clapping, I mean, I, I took on the image of my head coach. You know what I'm saying? He's the clap guy, man. The clap guy gave me the power for me to say we clapped in cheeks today. This is what it is. But we still got to give you guys props, man. Tua, not a bad game. 25 completions for 282. I mean, a lot of y'all were saying that he's going to go for 300 yards, three touchdown passes. Not quite. Not quite at all. Devin A. Chain. I mean, y'all had a, a buck 42. I would have loved to keep you down, but you're, you're still a decent team. You're still a decent team. Y'all did what y'all did. 142 yards rushing, 19 carries, and two touchdowns. Obviously, A. Chain was your main guy, but Raheem Mostert, seven carries, nine yards, 1.3 yards a carry. And two fumbles. They didn't trust his ass. They went to the young buck in H.A. Tyreek Hill. Three receptions for 58 yards. Is that your, is that your, di- is that your guy? Is that your dude? Is that, is that who is supposed to? Yeah, no. Nah. He, he could do all that bullshit against everybody else. But when he plays the Bills, when, especially when he's on Miami, it ain't the same effect. It's not the same effect, folks. And this is exactly what we got. We got three for 58. 19 yards a pop, five targets, non-factor. That's what it comes down to. Jalen Waddle, four for 46, non-factor. He had one, one should have been intercepted, but luckily he fell, it fell right into his hands. That's the reception that y'all got. And then the rest is history. Jerome Smith, Braxton Berrios, eh, ain't nothing. And you know what? The Braxton Berrios touchdown, Dane Jackson was just peeking in the, into the backfield for no reason, man. Get into your zone. But that's, that's a whole nother ball game. Well, sometimes we got to allow that stuff to happen. We have to allow that stuff to happen. And defensively, I mean, your, 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 your best defender, I don't even know who your best defender was. Javon Holland is your best defender, but he was, he was relegated to getting face-planted by Dawson Knox, treated him like a little boy. Boy, he went like this to your ass, man. That, listen, Javon Holland got there before... Dawson Knox could make a move. And Dawson Knox was like, yo, who is this? Who is this? Is this your, is this your man's? Watch this. Hey! <laughs> oh, what a day and what a feeling. I'm telling you, listen, I'm, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm going to let, I'm going to let, you mean, I'll give them their flowers and I'm, I'm going to get in on our bills, right? I mean, uh, I mean, that's, that's, as, that's as far as it goes, folks. No field goals. No, I mean, two, two extra points. And that's as far as it got for, for them boys. So the Miami Dolphins, you played yourself. Congratulations. Y'all put up 70 points. Y'all had your your fan base 
going heavy. Talk about, yo, this is the squad. This is this, this, that. This is no, no, no. Listen, let's temper our expectations for the Dolphins and realize y'all played a real team. Y'all played a real team. Thank goodness we took an L to the Jets. I don't know how we did, but thank goodness we did because that made us say, okay, let's make some adjustments. Let's, let's, let's double down and let's focus and pay attention to detail. And that's what we did. Look, Josh Allen today went 25, 21 for 25. Went 21 for 25, three, uh, 320 yards today, and he didn't really have to go deep. He did what I've been, I've been wanting Josh to do, and that's him trusting Ken Dorsey. Ken Dorsey was probably like, yo, fam, just trust me. Take what is there, and the guys will do the rest for you. Just take what is there. And he did effortlessly. 320, 12.8 yards of pop, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, and had a 158.3 rating. He had a perfect quarterback rating. That's lovely. That's lovely. Now, before I get into the good stuff, I have to talk about some sad things. And it, and it, it, it tears me up inside. Tears me up inside that Trey White potentially is, has a season-ending injury. It kills this brother worked his ass off. He literally, he worked his ass off to get right. He worked his ass off to get back to being the top corner that we know that he can be. And it was a, it was a difference maker. You should have saw what he was doing for us last week. Last week against the commanders, he held it down. Didn't allow a damn thing to happen. And this brother was just in a routine coverage, kind of trailing behind Tyreek Hill, I believe. And then just like that. He goes down. And what pains me more, when you know someone someone worked their tail off and they're, they're, they were destined to have a great year, and you see this boy slamming his hands down on the turf, right, throwing his helmet, and he, he stood back up and, and just to say, you know what, maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. And he felt that. He went back down again. Your heart just just wrenches for him. I feel that. I'm, I'm, I'm hurt for this brother, man. I'm hurt for this brother because this this was this was this was supposed to be the year that he came back. This defense is closer to being perfect and closer to being a unit as as much as possible. Trey was back, Hyde is back, Poyer's back, yo, the whole crew was back. And now this happens, man. Yo, prayers out to to my man Trey White. If it's if it's an Achilles, I it breaks my heart for that because it's it's not it's never easy. It's one of those tough recoveries to come back i mean it's you can come back from it don't get me wrong you can come back from it but you ain't the same player you ain't the same player and that's tough that is really tough damn man and i think it is an achilles injury that's what they mentioned it looked like it because it wasn't his knee and when he stood up and i could just tell the way his calf muscle was kind of like this when he lifted his leg i was like nah that ain't good that ain't good and we've seen far too many achilles injuries just this offseason that's rough. That is extremely rough. But, yo, prayers and shout out to my man Trey White, man. Because, yo, quick recoveries, man. Quick recoveries. Get that surgery in. And, uh, I mean, damn, man. That hurts. That really does hurt. Because you got to go right back to busting your ass and try to make the thing happen again. Will you return as the same player playing the cornerback position? It is tough. Damn. It hurts. But here's the thing. We've got... We've got to move on. 
we've got to move on. And that's the beauty of the, the football. That's the beauty and the curse of football, playing football. Injuries happen, right? And that's, that's the curse of the game. But the beauty of the game is that next man up and you got to step your game up. You got to step your game up. So let's get through, let's get through the, let's get through the, the box scores. You know what I mean? I love the box scores. It doesn't, doesn't tell the whole story, but at least it kind of gives you an idea of what we did today. So obviously Allen had a, a, a freaking 158 passer rating. The man had four incompletions and had four touchdown passes. Fam. Four incompletions and four touchdown passes. Yo. The Dolphins couldn't touch him. He did what the hell he wanted to do to y'all. He really did. He did what he wanted to do to y'all. And then just for good measure, Josh was like, yo, don't forget, I can run the football too. Let me give you five. Let me give you five. Let me put five on it. And that's exactly what he did. Five touchdowns on the night. We own you. The Bills went back to making you our biatch. It's that simple. It's that simple. And don't forget it, Dolphins fans. Don't forget it. I know y'all hate us. I know you do. We've been we've been treating you. We've been giving you little noogies for a long time, man. You, you guys caught a game last year. I get it. Y'all for y'all won the first one. We 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 made it close with Skylar Thompson, and y'all thought y'all y'all really were in it. Don't forget, we dealt with a whole lot of bullshit last year, man. We weren't the team that we know we should be. But it don't matter because that's last year's this year, and this year we put a spanking on y'all. And I want y'all to feel that, man. You ever get spanked from your parents where you did something really bad and you go to your room and you just punch in the air? <laughs> That's exactly what the Dolphins do right now. They, we sent them back to their rooms. You came downstairs. You know what I'm saying? We did what we needed. We, 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 you know what I mean? We scuffled. We got to squabbling. And then we sent you back up to your room where you're supposed to be. And now you, you, you sitting there like Trey, Trey from Boys in the Hood just punching air. Because you're upset. Man, go sit down somewhere. <laughs> go sit down somewhere, man. Now, Josh Allen, excellent game. Hell of a game. Love it. Latavius Murray, four carries for 32 yards, eight yards a pop. Latavius Murray has quietly been a nice addition to this team. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to front. He has been excellent. Yo, Salute to Latavius Murray, man. 32, 33 years of age and running the way he does. I mean, listen, when he had that big old run of 29 yards, yo, you could tell 33 was hitting his ass. He's like, oh, shit, I can't do this no more. <laughs> Let me head out of bounds because I ain't the young buck I used to be. And which is okay. At 33 and you still able to do what you do, you a dog, man. Yo, you're a dog for real. And you got, you got the momentum going. You got the thing popping today. Because right? we needed that type of stuff. And we saw that man hurt a one young man. Whoop. Got to the sideline, you loved it. That's when you knew, okay, we got this. We got this. Latavius Murray, 4 for 32. James Cook, 12 for 29. Not his best outing today. Not his best outing. These And these are the type of games that I need. See, this is why I'm on, I'm on James Cook, right? You're not going to have a good game every game. That's, that's facts. But these are the games where you need James Cook to be more effective in our run game. Although we didn't necessarily need it because we were cooking that ass today, but this is where those games where you need more of your guy in James Cook. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna let him. You know I mean, I'm not gonna hang him too much for this game. But these are the games that we can't have, especially if we can't get the run, the pass game going. We need to depend on you guys. James Cook is the lead back. You got to. But you, you getting out rushed by Latavius Murray. You can't have that. 
Even Damian Harris got in the action. Six carries for 29 yards at 4.8 yards a carry. Now, that's a bit on Dorsey because Dorsey, where he was, he wasn't putting James Cook in the best position. This shotgun, running out of shotgun, I mean, there's only so much you can do without that. There's only so much you can do. And they keep going back to that shotgun. Get him under center. Get Josh under center and let him hand off the ball. I think it's more effective that way. That's just me, right? So 12 for 29. Damian Harris was 6 for 29 himself. Josh Allen went 4 for 17 with a touchdown with 11-yard 11 11-yard 11 run. And then, obviously, Kyle Allen came in. Anyway, we ran for 100 yards on 29 carries today. 29 carries on 100 yards. We surpassed that. But here's the big, the biggest thing today. Listen, Stefan Diggs was an absolute menace. Kahu, Kahu, <laughs> whatever his name is, Kahu. You, I don't know who you thought you were, Kahu, but Kahu had no idea what he was dealing with today. He had no idea what he was dealing with today. He was dealing with a dog, is what he was dealing with. Stephon Diggs, today versus the Dolphins, six receptions, a buck twenty, and three touchdowns. And of the three touchdowns, he had one where he was being held, he was being harassed, he was getting there, caught the ball. And never said, I'm going down. And this is what I love about Diggs. Diggs my favorite player on the squad. And he's, a, he's just a dog, man. Yo, you got to bring me down. And if you don't, I'm going to bust out and get me a touchdown. And that's exactly what he did today. Shout out to my man, Stephon Diggs. Six for 120 and three tutties. Let me keep going. Check this stat out. Let me see if I got the right one. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me see if I got the right one. Not that one there. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm let, let it rip for a quick second. Where is the stat that I want to show up? And it's not, it's not coming on. Man, I'm upset. I brought everything but the one that I wanted. But anyway, lo and behold, I'll just read it to y'all. Because it was actually a pretty cool stat. A pretty cool stat line. So, Stefan Diggs, according to ESPN Stats and Info, Stefan Diggs is the second Bills player with three receiving touchdowns in a game against the Dolphins and the first since Lee Evans on December 4th, 2005. Golly. 2005, folks. That's a long time ago, man. That is a long time ago. It feels it feels not not that much, but like that's a long time ago, man. Anyway, Diggs' third game. This is Diggs' third game with three receiving touchdowns as a bill as a bill passes Evans for the most in franchise history. The guy's a dog. Stephon Diggs is a menace. He's a dog, and they don't stop. Love this guy. I love this guy. I know there was all this hoopla this offseason about, you know what I mean? I don't know if he's ready for this. He's, he's causing a stir and this, that, and the third. Listen, when you're within the white lines, is he ready to play? Does he come through? He does. Then we ain't got nothing to worry about. And that's what it should be. That's what it should be. All that, that BS that you're doing on the sideline and all that other stuff, you know what I'm saying? But when you're within the white lines and you come to play and you come prepared, Ain't nobody stopping us. Ain't nobody stopping it. When 17 is in line with, with 14, it's over with. You got a prop. You got yourself a prop. So let's keep on, let's keep on pushing, man. Stefan Diggs, six for 120, right? 20 yards a pop, three TDs off of seven targets. Just missed one. Gabe Davis, three receptions for 61 yards, 20 yards a pop, one touchdown off of three targets. Caught all three targets of his. James Cook, what? Listen, man. Josh Allen in the pocket is so underrated. Josh Allen in the pocket, let me say that again, is so underrated. The man is elusive. And the way he got out of that conundrum of people all over the place and makes his, works his way out and then just gives it a floater to James Cook and let James Cook do the rest, you got to love it. And this is one thing that I wish for Josh Allen. 
I love to see more of those type of passes. And by what I mean by those type of passes, passes that allows the receiver to do the work, right? You saw what happened today, right? Stefan Diggs, boom, 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 does the work, right? You see James Cook underneath the football does the work. You do a lot more of those, man, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. It's not part of his game. He's more of a put the, put the ball on you. But if he gives his receivers some time under the ball, man, we got some problems, man. So James Cook had one for 48, which is nice. I really hope he got into the end zone. And uh, Dawson Knox couldn't quite you know I mean, make that block unless it was going to be a push from behind. You didn't want that. You definitely don't want that. Uh, Latavius Murray had a nice reception uh, today for a first down. Trent Sherfield showed up. He was he was a dog today. He had two receptions today, but he he know he knows what he was there for. That's my former team. I got to show out. Give me the football. Let me so what? Let me do what I let me let me do what I do. Uh, Dawson Knox came in with that reception with that big stiff arm. Deontay Hardy had two receptions for first downs, and then Kalu Shakir had that one attempt where he tried to catch the ball like behind. I I don't know why he just turned around and just just catch it with two hands. But I don't know. It was awkward. It was just anyway. It is what it is. But at the end of the day, we had 21, 21 completions, 320 yards, and four touchdowns. You can't go wrong. Terrell Bernard had himself a, a, a reception, excuse me, a fumble recovery. And uh, and we go from there. But let me tell you something, man. Matt freaking Milano. This how anybody let this brother drop to the fifth round is beyond me. How we were able to pick him up is beyond me. And the fact that we've developed him to the player that he is right now, this guy is a dog. This guy is, this defense rolls with Matt Milano. When he's rolling and you got Bernard next to him, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Terrell Bernard is next to this guy. These two linebackers together, they complement one another extremely well. McDermott may have his Luke Keekley thomas Davis tandem in those two boys. Because they're multiple. They can do a lot of things. They can get down in the front seven or they can get down in coverage. You saw last week with Terrell Bernard when he extended himself to get that interception. This was great. They even did it today. Tip ball. It was a tip ball today. And luckily, Jalen Water was in the right place, right time. But these boys are primed. They are absolutely primed, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, this defense is live. This defense is... Like you got yourself. I mean, everybody's talking about these 85 bears. I don't, I don't know anything about these 85 bears. I'm just talking about this defense this year, right now. This is a good defense. You keep, you keep playing with these guys, man. We were averaging what 11, 11 points a game, 11.7 points a game. We, the team that put 70 on the Broncos last week, you think they were going to be hot and ready to put some more points on. We cooled their asses down to 20, cooled their asses down to the, to 20 on a, on a fourth, a fourth down, I think what we knocked them down twice now. Turned on downs twice defensively. One in the red zone, we took, we turned that shit around. And on top of that, they went for two, and we denied that shit there too. Fam, this defense is absolutely rolling. This defense is absolutely rolling. Teron Johnson, Dane Jackson came in. Uh, Terrell Bernard, Micah Hyde was a dog today with that interception. Lovely to see. Micah Hyde get into action and get that interception. It was so lovely to see because two was looking there with his left-handed arm and he's trying to trying to fly something in to Durham Smythe or was it Braxton Berrios? Just a little over your head. But the reason it was over his head was because Terrell Bernard rode his guy up. So Tua had to put a little bit above. And that's the presence of somebody that can get deep into coverage. I don't need to be 6'5". You know what I'm saying? I can be 6'1", 6'2". 
But if I get into position, that quarterback is going to have to lay it up a little bit more. And this is where Micah Hyde was in perfect position in tow. Take that shit back. Love every bit of it. This defense was, was humming today, and I love it. We had, uh, and here's the beautiful thing, folks. We had four sacks today as opposed to nine last year. Uh, excuse me, last week. Tua, get this stat. Tua, in the three games that he played, he was only sacked once. What? Are you kidding me? Well, y'all, you played a real good defense today because we got after it today with four sacks today uh, on Tua. We had, uh, and it, this is what I love the most. We had nine QB hits. Nine QB hits. Folks, this defense is ready. And we didn't even bring in Von Miller yet. We didn't even bring Von Miller in yet. And chances are, is I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that he might be ready to go next week. Now, I don't think I don't necessarily think we need him next week, but it would be good for him to travel with the team and, you know what I mean, get some reps. But, boy, are we ever excited for this to happen. Oh, my gosh, man. Now, we got 837 people watching right now. Do me a favor. Smash that like while you guys are in here. Do me a favor also. If you have not shared this to anybody watching on Facebook, on Twitter, if you ever reposted it, retweeted it, do me that favor and do that for me. And last but not least, smash that like once again. We got to get these algorithms going so people know this is the stream you need to be at. So let's keep it rolling. Now, now that we got the stats out the way, let's just talk about this game. All right, let's roll. So check this out. You can tell that this game was personal. Couldn't you tell? I don't know about y'all, but could you not tell this was personal? Because all this hoopla of the, the Dolphins are the team to beat. The Dolphins are this. The Dolphins are that. Oh, we coming. Or Bills Mafia did that. It makes no difference to me what Bills Mafia does. They're not, they're not a worry for us. All this chatter. We brought in Vic Fangio. This new defense from Vic Fangio is going to do this thing for us. Two was put on a lot of weight. All this BS chatter, right? Beating up on the Broncos. Beating up on the, on the Patriots. And even though the Patriots played you out really, really tough. You know what I'm saying? And going and getting a big win against the, the Chargers, y'all thought you were on top of the world until we had to bring you back down to reality so you know who your daddy is. And your daddy is in Buffalo. That's it. Y'all, y'all needed a reality check. We gave you a reality check. Now come back down a little bit. My mom used to tell me back in the day, whenever we were too hyper, she'd tell me, put some water in your wine because you're too hyper. Relax. You know what? The Dolphins needed that water in their wine today because they thought they were just really hyping it up which boggles my mind because we technically should be 4-0 if you really think about it because as poorly as we played against the Jets, as poorly as we played against the Jets, we still had a chance to beat them. We still had a chance to beat them, and we didn't capitalize. Now, blame it on nerves. Blame it on chemistry. Blame it on whatever the hell you want to blame it on. We took that L. But I'm going to tell you this. This is a new team. This is a new team, and we're rolling right now. We rolling. And this game today was personal. You, you could just tell McDermott was, was about making a statement and a statement he made because we could have really poured it on them. If you really think about it, the score was at, was it at 48? We were, at, were we already at 48 points? Or we were at 45 points. I don't know what we were. We were already at, at 40 points. And we could have poured it on the fourth quarter. Didn't even start yet. I think it was like, let me see what the score was. Cause I can't remember what the score was. By that time. Hell yeah, man. We were at 41 points. We were 41 points at that point in third quarter. Bro, we had a full quarter to go and pour it on those boys. We could have. And then we put in Kyle Allen. By the way, this is three times 
Kyle Allen has had to come into the game and finish the game this year. What does that tell you? What does that freaking tell you? This team is primed. This team is primed, man. One game at a time. I'm telling you, one game at a time. But this team is primed, man. My goodness, man. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, man. I'm really pumped. I'm really pumped because this is one of those things where, yo, every Dolphin fan needs to shut the hell up going forward. Shut up. Zip it. Zip it. In the, man, in the, words, in the words of my man, Rob Parker, I bet you right now in South Beach, you can hear a rat pissing on a mattress ever so slowly if you just listen because that's how quiet it is in Miami. Just listen for that rat. He's pissing on some mattress somewhere in a corner in a back alley. That's how quiet it is right now. Every damn South Beach Miami Dolphins fan should shut their asses up. My, my cousin's husband, Tavares, shut your ass up. Talking big junk. Talking big mess. I don't want to hear it. I'm not trying to zip it. Zip it. Y'all got to zip it until whoever the hell y'all play next week. And you better hope that they don't, they don't freaking, you know, this is a copycat league. It's a copycat league. They're, you know, they're going to be watching what the Bills did. And y'all better, y'all better hope that, you know what I mean? They, I mean, they don't have the dogs that we do, but they will slow your asses down. Tua, right back down to it. Oh, Tua's in for MVP. If Tua's MVP, what the hell's Josh Allen then? If Tua's MVP, what is Josh Allen? I rest my case, man. Yo, let's take a backseat on Tua being MVP. Let's take a backseat because this was his opportunity to show out. Now, he didn't have bad numbers. But when you look at both quarterbacks and how they how they how they held up today, ain't cutting it. You ain't cutting it. <laughs> My man Rome said, "Yo, he goes, uh, <laughs> I can hear the rat here from Buffalo. Listen, <laughs> I don't know how big the rats are in in Miami, but I can hear it. I can hear him whizzing on that. I can hear him taking a piss on that mattress. That's how quiet it is out there. You know what I'm saying? Even Nikki smokes. Nikki smokes out there say, I hate Buffalo." <laughs> Every time we come out here, they do it to shut your ass up, too. Shut your ass up, too. Every last one of these Dolphins fans need to be quiet. This is your time to now just relax. Just chill out. Reflect. <laughs> Reflect. Go back to the drawing board and call it a day. Because McDermott today came through and was like, all right, this is how we're going to do it. There's going to be some moments where we double team. There's going to be some moments where we play zone. There's going to be some moments where we go man-to-man. They're not going to know what the hell's going on. And not only that, we're going to bring the pressure. We're going to bring the pressure. Edward Oliver was on the money today. Ed Oliver was on the money today. What did Ed do today? I'm telling you right now. He was everywhere. He had three tackles, three solo tackles. He had one sack, and he had two tackles for loss. And there were massive tackles for loss. Bro, he was just (laughs) – I know he's a Houston boy. So he's he's sitting there just – you know what I mean? Bro, it's, it, listen, it's a good day. It's a good day when we beat the Dolphins. I'm going to tell you that. And I feel bad for my man, Kevin. My man, Kevin, went to the, to the Bills game today. He paid an awful lot of money to watch his team get beat down the way they did. That's a lot of money, man. I think he paid like 500, almost $500 for a ticket to go to this Bills game. Traveled all the way to Buffalo. Had to eat. I can't imagine food tasting good for him. When your team loses that way. Now, granted, he did call it that his team was only going to put 20 points up. It's a good defense. But I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, bro. This team is a real deal. This team is a real deal. And I, and I, and I urge people to understand 
You just can't come here and just try to think that you can just come in and do what you want to the Buffalo Bills just because what the Jets did. Listen, when we play the Jets again, I guarantee you we're going to stomp them boys out too. I guarantee you we're going to stomp them boys out too. And I can't wait. I can't wait. Because y'all got that fluke win the first time. Now I'm, I'm more pissed off that we lost to the Jets, truth be told. Although it was great because we needed that. But my goodness, man. It's crazy. By the way, them tickets to the Bills games, they're getting astronomically too pricey. They're getting too, too crazy priced. $500 tickets is cheap seat at a Taylor Swift concert. This ain't the Taylor Swift. <laughs> this ain't Taylor Swift concert, man. This is the Bills game. You paying $500 for that ticket? Golly. And that's Canadian currency. It's nuts out here. It's nuts out here. Anyway, what did we learn from today's game? What did you learn from today's game? Here's what I learned. I like McDermott as the play caller. He's a, and when they say he's going to be aggressive, he was not lying. We are going to get after. He is using his guys the way that they're supposed to be used. I don't know if it was a Frazier thing. Frazier was more of a sit back and let him fall into us and, and just let these four guys get after it. McDermott's like, yeah, yeah, these four guys are great, but I'm going to put additional, additional pressure. I might bring in a corner blitz. I might bring in two linebackers coming in right at your ass. Like, that is lovely to see. And I love that McDermott is able to, to do both. Like, I was a little worried that is he, is he, not that he's competent enough, but was there too much on his plate for him to be able to handle both play calling and coaching the team entirely? But you know what? He's doing it. And, he's, and he did it on the freaking beautiful stage in Buffalo, and we were able to do that. Now, we get to enjoy this game for 24 hours. You know what I'm Maybe 36. And then we move on to the Jacksonville. But, man, this game was a big one. This was a must-needed win. We got the win, and I can't be any more thrilled. But what else did you learn? I learned that, A, McDermott is a dog. McDermott took this personally. McDermott came in, all oh, the hot shot McDaniels, and he's this, and he's that, all the motion. Yo, cut the bullshit. This was a disciplined team today. We were on it. Kingsley Jonathan, so proud of this guy. Kingsley freaking Jonathan. He came in. That's my net. Listen. My man Kingsley Jonathan came through, was on, was on contain, didn't bite for, for the play action from Tua, and he stood there with Tua and chased Tua down and chased him down and caused a negative play. I could not have been happier for Kingsley Jonathan. That was a massive play by Kingsley Jonathan. Actually, speaking of that, tell me, hashtag it, your favorite play. Just say favorite play. Right, your favorite play in today's game. What was your favorite play? Because there were there were a lot of them that stood out to me, man. I was really impressed by by this whole this whole team altogether. Matt Milano was an absolute dog. Edwards was an listen. This team was just unreal. And here's the here's the big one. Here's the big one. And sometimes things do happen for a reason. Sometimes things do happen for a reason. The unfortunate thing to happen is that Trey went went down. That's a big one. That one hurts. That one hurts very much so, right? Kyer Elam has been sitting on the inactive list for four weeks straight now. That's four weeks straight this brother's been on the inactive list. Now we got no choice but to activate him. Now the real question becomes, where, where are we sitting?
The real question becomes where are we sitting? Are we going Dane Jackson and Christian Bedford? I'm so glad Christian Bedford was able to come back into the game today because that would have been disastrous. We're probably going to have to bring on another corner, sign another corner, bring one up from the practice squad. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely start paying attention to that. But that's tough. That's tough. Now it's, it's time. Like if you, you couldn't have asked for a better time, Elam. This is time. This is destiny for you now. It's unfortunate how it's coming your way. It's unfortunate how it's coming your way. But at the end of the day, you're up. It's time. It's time for you to step up right now. And it's not like step up and just be cool and let me let No, no. Step up because you got big shoes to fill. This defense is howling right now. This defense is, is humming right now. And you just got to keep, keep at it. Because I'll tell you right now, Christian Bedford has been playing well. He's been doing what he's supposed to do. He's been staying in his assignments. But I'm telling you right now, man, Dane Jackson, although it's cool, I like Dane, but he's got his limitations. He's got his limitations. He ain't turned his head around. I mean, today he got caught lulling and just looking in the backfield. What you looking in the backfield for, man? You're, you're supposed to be deep thirds. Get in the end zone. That could have been yours. Braxton Bears, you let him get right behind you. So Kyrie Elam coming in, we're going to see how they interplay Kyrie Elam. Does he, does he go in and out? Does he go in and out with, with, uh, with uh, Christian Bedford? Is he going to go in and out with Dane Jackson? I can only see Dane Jackson and him going in and out. We'll see. But this is a grand opportunity, a grand opportunity for these boys to come through. And that's what it comes down to. And guess what? We did all this today, by the way, without Jordan Poyer. We did all this today without Jordan Poirier. I know these guys want to talk about why Jalen Phillips wasn't playing. Then we had our guy, our center wasn't playing. Guess what? We had some guys banged up too. We lost our freaking corner in Trey White. We lost, we didn't have our starting safety in Poirier. So it's not like we didn't have any guys that, that were out too. Y'all were hurt. We were hurt too. You missed the lineman. Teron Armstead went down. And you and you don't want to you don't want to see Armstead go down, but he did. But there were some banged up guys on the squad. And we had some banged up guys too, because I know that's the angle they're gonna. The Dolphins fans are gonna try to use. Ah, well, you you saw what we we didn't have Jalen Phillips because that would have changed the whole game, and we didn't have the, yo we didn't have folks too. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? The dogs that were supposed to play played. Our dogs barked louder than yours. That's just what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. By the way, Anthony Anthony Hernandez. Hold on, I see you, Anthony. Anthony Hernandez says his his biggest thing that he saw today was Diggs breaking that second and third tackle and sprinting for a touchdown, favor of many. Listen, that was a big play. Because a lot of times, oh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't think that, you know what I mean, our guy, Stephon Diggs, really is, is fast. And he, fam, he broke that and just, he's gone. He's out there. That boy still got it. He still got it. You know what I loved? I love seeing Taylor Rapp get in there. I love seeing Taylor Rapp get in there and not miss a beat on defense. Those two, were, those two were playing well with each other. I'm telling you right now, this is why I love this defense because McDermott has these boys like, listen, if one goes down, one jumps in. And you, know, you, better, you better keep up with playing at, the, at, the, at this pace. And that they did. So shout out to them. By the way, and shout out to everybody watching right now. If you guys are fantasy players, and if you guys had moments in this, in, in this I guess this week, that you picked Josh Allen to have more than three touchdowns, Great. You guys won the day because Allen had five touchdowns. If you chose Devin A-Chain to have more than 100 yards rushing, you definitely did it. But you know what? There's ways for you to do that and capitalize and make a little bread. 
Check this out. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. In the Pick'em game, you can pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in that week's game for a chance to win big. And as you already know, I'm going Josh Allen higher in yards every single week. So sign up today with promo code Buffalo Fanatics and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store. And don't forget to register with promo code Buffalo Fanatics to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Ladies and gentlemen, Underdog Fantasy. Listen, use the code Buffalo Fanatics. Get yourself some bread, you know what I'm saying, and get to it. And you would have made some heavy, heavy bread today if y'all did it. But check this out. I got to tell you, man, Stefan Diggs, there's two route runners in this game that I respect heavily. That's Devontae Adams. Stefan Diggs, Jerry Judy is another one that I love his route running. But Devontae Adams is one of the best route runners. But close, close behind is Stefan Diggs. What Stefan Diggs did to Kahoot on that, and I knew it was coming. Let me set the play up for you guys so you understand. Because you didn't see it on the screen, but you just knew something was happening. Stefan Diggs goes in motion, but he didn't run in motion. He walked. Oh, I said, uh-oh, something's going on. He walked over, started in his route, and he disappeared. And I was like, it's going to him. It's going to Diggs. And as soon as Josh, you could tell, this was pitch and catch for them. This was literally pitch and catch because he knows you're going to leave Kahoo one-on-one with Josh. You're going to leave him one-on-one with Stefan Diggs? Are you insane, Vic Fangio? Are you insane? You started off by double-teaming him, and you noticed it didn't work. So you went to go and just go one-on-one? Are you insane? So guess what? He made y'all suck his pay. And when he walked that line and turned up field, and I'm like, oh, no, it's going to Diggs. It's going to Diggs. And immediately, Josh Allen turns, pop. He put that brother on skates like you would not believe. Yo, big shout-out to the connection between Diggs and Allen. It's nasty. It's a nasty chemistry these two boys have, man. And let me tell you something. When you're winning games, things are so much better. Because I'll tell you right now, if we were losing games and we weren't we weren't doing what we're supposed to do, right, and we're, we're losing these games and, and there's the chemistry, you know things would have got louder between Josh and, and this and that and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Today was really nice to see. There was a there's a, there's a point on that sideline where Diggs came over to Josh Allen. I don't know what it was. I think it's an inside thing where he goes like this. He went like this to, 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 to I don't know, to Josh, and they did some kind of uh-uh-uh, and that's the type of stuff like, you know, the media will, 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 will want and crave for. But it's not the negative stuff. It's the great stuff. They need to put that shit out there. But anyways, it is what it is. But I loved seeing every bit of that. So, folks, when you when you look at this game overall, we we came and we had a we had a plan, and the plan was to stay disciplined. Do not make mistakes. Like I'm gonna go and check this. Out. I'm gonna go and I love looking at team stats because team stats is what does it for me, right? We had 24 first downs. 14 of them were passing, eight of them were on the receiving side. And here's the thing. The Dolphins were the Dolphins did pretty good themselves. They had 12 and eight of them were on their side. 
We had uh, and we had two first down penalties. And you can thank Diggs for that because Diggs had my man Kahu. Kahu was just yo. You got to protect your players better than that, Fangio. You got to. You can't leave Kahu one on one with Josh. I mean, with excuse me, with Stefan Diggs. You just can't. Shame on y'all for doing that. You just can't do that. That's 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 mean. That's mean that y'all did that, man. Third down conversions today. We went fifty percent on third downs. We lead the league in third down conversions. By the way, we're at like fifty-one percent, give or take. Fifty percent, and today we were fifty percent. The Dolphins were third. Were three for ten. Thirty percent on that. And guess what? An zero for three on fourth down conversion. We we clamped that shit. Like the you mean like if they're in their own zone and they need to stretch the field, you're great. But when it comes to the red zone and seeing what you can do in the green zone, no. Defense clamps down. You don't. You can't use speed now. Now it's about quickness. But guess what? We match you. We match you just as good on quick on quickness. I'm telling you right now, man. Oh man, Kahoot, man, Kahoot. You didn't. You did not do any fervors for yourself, brother. You did not do anything for yourself. 414 yards passing. Excuse me, total yards. 393 for the for the Miami Dolphins. I mean, they still put some stats up, boys. 12 total drives. We were doing 7.4 yards a pop. We had 11.5 yards of pop on the offensive side of the ball, passing the football. The Miami Dolphins, 6.4. What a difference. We were averaging a first down every freaking throw. Go and tell your mom about that, boy. It, obviously, the interception happening for, for Tua. Turn the ball over. We'll take that. Uh, Josh got sacked twice. And uh, the Miami Dolphins got sacked four times, right? But here's the biggest one, folks. Here's the big one for me. Penalties. Four for 20. Only four penalties for 20 yards. Very little effect on what we needed to do. It didn't kill us on many drives. The eight penalties for 98 yards, that's going to kill you. That's going to kill you. 43 of those on that, was, that on that, was on that uh, that pass, the, the pass interference, right? Obviously, the two turnovers kill you. And we're pretty, we're pretty even on time of possession. We did 30 minutes and 22, where they did 29 and 38. So really the biggest factor here was penalties and red zone. I mean, we were pretty good in red zone, folks. Five for six in the red zone. The Miami Dolphins were three for four. What killed the Miami, what killed the Miami Dolphins, obviously, were the turnovers. The big turnovers, the, the big turnovers happened, the fumble, the interception. You just can't do it in, in crucial moments. You can't do it in crucial moments, man. That's what it comes down to. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it came down to execution. It came down to execution, and the Bills executed while the Dolphins did not. That's what it comes down to. This game is about execution. Can you get the job done? Can you get the job done? Can you execute the play that I call? And let's let's give credit to where credit is due. All right? I know nobody wants to talk about it, but Ken Dorsey deserves love. Ken Dorsey deserves love. This brother said, trust me. Just trust me. And it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder last year when we brought on OJ Howard, was OJ Howard and this offense, was it supposed to be the way it was today and has, how it's been this year? And when OJ Howard didn't pan out, we had to kind of do a hybrid of what Dorsey wanted to do and what Josh was already used to with Brian Dable. Now, a full offseason with a tight end that we drafted that we know is talented enough, can do the job. We were able to show you what Dorsey's been wanting to do since last year. 
but we just didn't have the personnel for it. We didn't have the lineman for it. We didn't have the freaking tight end for it. And truth be told, we had a rookie running back with someone that can't that doesn't do the job. Like, look, we have two bruiser type backs on this squad. Last year, it was Devin Singletary, and no shade on Devin Singletary. He wasn't a he wasn't a speed guy, nor was he a bruiser guy. So we didn't have we didn't have what Dorsey wanted. So Dorsey probably envisioned something, but he just didn't quite have it last year. Fast forward to what we're doing now, he's got it. He's got his tight end that can do what you know what I'm saying, what he wanted from OJ Howard. He still got his 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 big boy tight end in Dawson Knox. He's got a bruiser back, he's got a speed back, he's got an improved O-line. He's got Osiris Torrance at his absolute doing a, a, a hell of a job. Deion Dawkins is playing all pro level right now. He's got the pieces he needs. All he needed was Josh Allen to trust the process. Isn't that crazy? Trust the process. Trust what I'm doing. If you trust me, good things will happen. And guess what? Look at today. 21 for 25. 320 yards. Four touchdown passes and a run. For a touchdown. Just trust me. I will put you guys in great position, but you got to trust me and stay within the confines of the game. Don't do too much, Josh Allen. And guess what? We haven't seen the Josh Allen since the Jets game. That Jets game, Josh Allen, I don't think he's going to be back. I think we needed that to happen in order for Josh to understand how important it is to hold on to the football and how important it is for them for, for him not to give any narrative to any team. Oh, he's going to turn the football again. Oh, he's going to turn it over again. He hasn't had to, any turnovers. No Zero turnovers today. And what, did he have a turnover last week? I, don't, I think last week also, zero turnovers. This is what's up, man. You, you love to see it. You love to see it. And, let's, let's, and then we got to keep it up. So I think that Dorsey, the same type of love that Sean McDermott is, should be getting right now with the game plan that he put for the Dolphins, Ken Dorsey should be getting the same. We put up 48 points, and it could have been worse. It could have been more. And it's not like we needed the defense to come in and, and bail us out and, and pick six and this, that. No, 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 no. All this was offensively done. This is all offense. And you love to see it. So shout out to Ken Dorsey. Shout out to Sean McDermott. And shout out to the whole Bill squad that handle business the way they're supposed to handle business. And that's facts. So before I get out of here, folks, let me go in and jump in on Super Chats because we got some Super Chats coming in. And I know I'm not going to let you guys down. You guys are tossing in your hard-earned money. And I've got to make sure that I read your comments. But I, what I love about what they've done with this new this stream yard here is that they allow us to put those Super Chats aside and get at them. So uh, kudos to them listening. So I got uh, a super chat coming in from my man, Matt Smith. What up, Matt? Matt comes in and says, hey, I don't want to hear shit about the Dolphins rest of the week. <laughs> Go, Bills. Josh is a freaking stud, and that he is. That he absolutely is. Matt Smith, shout out to you, my guy, Matt Smith, with that super chat. I got another super chat coming from Josh Allen himself. He must have had time to view the show. So a salute to my man, Josh Allen. He goes, uh, remember when you wanted to trade Allen for Watson? No, I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea. And here's the ironic part. Watson was, I wouldn't say he was benched. I think he was hurt. And he didn't even want to play today. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Deshaun Watson is not looking the same way. I'm going to tell you right now, he's not looking the same. He just hasn't been the same since he left Houston. And it's, uh, and it's, and I know the, the, the Browns are rolling, but not today they weren't. I think they lost. Didn't they lose today? I don't even know if they lost today. What's the score? I gotta just I gotta just double check to see how the Cleveland 
Damn, Tennessee beat Cincinnati that bad? Golly. Yo, I don't want to hear anything. I need them to start trashing Joe Burrow. The way they were trashing Josh Allen, start trashing Joe Burrow right now because that is not... Dude, losing the Tennessee Titans, I know they're well-coached and all. Nah, that ain't going to fly. That definitely is not going to fly. I mean, I'm just trying to look. Oof, 28-3 to for Cleveland. Baltimore beat them down. Anyway, moving on to the next. I got a uh, super chat coming from my, my man Koala Bear Khan. What's up, Koala? He says, yo, prayers for my hero, Trey. Beasting Bills, fake fins. Listen, man, Trey, that Trey injury is going to be a killer. It's going to be, this win was great, but it's also a downer. It's also a downer because him going down is, it's like, that's one thing that you didn't want. This was a great win, but the, the, this win, it, it overshadows. It's overshadowed a little bit with this Trey White uh, injury. So it's tough. It's really tough to, uh, to, to, to comprehend how this can happen. And this guy works so damn hard to make it work. Ah, it's tough. It is tough, man. It's tough. But you know what? Next man up. Next man up. Shout out to my guy, Josh. Josh Winder. What's up, Josh? Josh says, hey, Alan Diggs heard that ish all week and showed the F up. D answered. The, <laughs> the defense definitely answered the call. Let's effing go. You're fucking right, man. Boy, did they ever answer that. They took it personally. They thought these boys put 70 points on another team. And, it, and here's another thing too, right? Some people might not look at it this way, but when you're looking at a team that hangs 70 points in the NFL, where you, def- you definitely didn't have to, and you got you got Mike White throwing bombs at, I mean, with, with uh, what, in the third or fourth quarter, it's not necessary. And when a team sees that, oh no, you're trying to embarrass us now. That's what you're trying to do? I bet. When y'all come here, we're going to show you what's really good. We can show you that we can score way more points on you, but we're going to keep it modest at 48. Because the Bills could have really went back, put Josh back in the game, and threw it all over them. He could have easily did that. But it's, it's, a, it's a respect thing, and I get it. And I'm more on the side of, what you want me to do? Just start running the ball all day? Because that's what they did. They ran for 350 yards, for crying out loud. The Broncos just gave up. But it's the fact that y'all hung 70. Y'all could have just, there's ways to, you know what I mean, get the message across. Y'all got the message across. You could have put your backups in, your backups, backups, and all that good stuff. But you know what I'm saying? That's what they did. So when the team hears that and you're about to come to Buffalo and you just put 70 points, that's disrespectful. Guess what? You ain't going to take that. So the D definitely answered the call, Josh Winder. You're absolutely right about that. And they were definitely not going to let these guys come in and try to put 70 on these boys at all. There's no freaking way. No freaking way. They're not going to let that happen. Uh, Super Chat coming in from my man, Super Lancer 26. What up, Soup? Soup says, yo, Rico, Miami who? Tua who? Tyreek who? Kahu? Waddle who? <laughs> Allen is that dude. Diggs is him. That defense is tough. I think that's what you're saying. That defense, though, is no joke. First in the AFC East, I don't know. Listen, you do know. We are that We are that team. Right now, the thing, I think the 49ers might have the better defense right now based on points. But I'm going to tell you right now, Super Lancer, you ain't wrong, man. Right now, that, that rat is still pissing. He, he, he drank a lot of water, man. He's still pissing on that mattress, and I can hear it right now. I can hear it. South Beach, some alley somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You best believe that. You best believe that. By the way, uh, thank you for that super chat, my man, Super Lance. Daniel Collin. What's up, Dan? Dan says, yo, what happens if Trey is out for the season? It is likely that Trey is out for the season. So two things start happening. So we're obviously, we're going to start to look at free agent corners that are out there. And we obviously we lost Christian Kirksey, so we've got room on the practice squad. So we'll probably be able to a bring somebody up. I forgot who's on our practice squad. I think we have uh, 
we have a couple guys on the practice squad that uh let me just let me just take a look here take a look see um we have some guys that we will bring up for the practice squad but i can totally see mcdermott going out and checking to see who's out there um to really see what uh what free agent corners that are out there that he can bring onto the squad because it's a big loss man it's a huge loss uh it's something that you don't want to obviously see but uh here we are here we are so i'm just gonna take a look at this roster see who's on our practice squad because uh i mean we got a whole bunch of guys on the practice squad so i just want to see if they even show it nah so i'm on the wrong thing to show it but either way um there's probably we're probably going to end up either bringing some guy in and uh, having him having him kind of like you know what I'm saying? Fill in on the practice squad until he's ready to go as a depth piece. But right now, it's going to be Kyrie Elam, Dane Jackson, Christian Benford. And then you got Teron Johnson, Saran Neal, and all that good stuff. So we lose one, we bring one up, and that's the way it's going to be. And then we'll probably replace one off the uh, practice squad, if anything. So uh, here's that's where we are, man, with Trey White. Trey White is likely done for the season. It's tough, tough for us to swallow. But I mean, that's the nature of the game, unfortunately. Nature of the game. My man, Jeff King. What up, Jeff? Jeff comes in with a super chat and says, hey, Tua proved today that he's a good system player. But when the system fails, he fails. And my man, Dan Mitchell, has been talking about Tua being a system quarterback. Now, I don't necessarily think he's a system quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He was a nice quarterback at Alabama. But what you know you're a good quarterback is when your first read is gone. And that's why you got to give credit to Josh Allen. When your first read is not there or your your supreme player is not available, you've got to learn to look off. You got to learn to, you know what I mean, take your check downs. You got to learn. And Tua, when we took away his first read, and it was very difficult for him to make a play when everybody's barreling down on him. Keyshawn Johnson said this, and I kind of I tend to agree a little bit with it. Um, he says he didn't like personally being thrown to by shorter quarterbacks. I, what Tua is like 5'11, 6 feet. We'll call him six feet, right? Your your prototypical six three, six four, six five quarterback can see over the line, so it makes things easier for them to get rid of the football. So when your first read is not there, and you're more of an anticipatory thrower, or you're more of a, a, a QB that throws to the spot, right? It becomes difficult because once your first read is taken, and now you're getting mad pressure put on you, now you you're panicking. And now you're you're making so many some errant throws. And he had one errant throw, which was good enough for us to turn that into three points. But he did still have a good game. He did still have a good game. But it failed him today. When we took away his first read, when we put pressure on his ass, we didn't allow him to do all that gimmicky bullshit. We're all over his ass. So what Jeff King says is true. To approve today that when he's a good, he's a good system player, but when the system fails him, he fails. That's it. So with a guy like Josh Allen. The system can fail Josh Allen, but he's got his legs to use, and he he can create with his legs, right? Get out of the pocket and still make plays downfield. I'm not saying Tua can't, just Tua didn't have an opportunity to do it this year, this game. So uh, shout out to Tua, but just not enough. Not enough, big guy. Just not enough. I got another super chat coming in from my man, uh, Edic. What up, Edic? Edic Duloc says, hey, hey I, I've been getting crap for saying exactly what happened today. I said Tua will struggle if contact on receivers is made on the line before you can touch receivers anymore to break up, break up the routes on top D of line pressure. On top D of the line pressure. Let me read that again, just so I can get it right. Because I know what you're saying. Whenever you put your hands on the on on the receiver right off that, jam them, jack them up, take the timing off of that first route. Now Tua is relegated to like, oh shit, that my my throw's not there. 
I got to go to my second read. I got to go to my third read. And by the time you get to your second and third, it's too late. Sometimes too late. Sometimes you're having to rush it. So what Edik is saying is he's been getting crap uh, for saying exactly what happened today. Put some pressure on him. Get some pressure on the on the on the on the receivers. Jam them up on the line, and you have yourself you have yourself a, a break. Um, and that's pretty much what he's saying. So contact on the receivers made on the line before you and before you couldn't even touch receivers, right? And you couldn't even break up routes. So now you got to find ways to get creative and doing those things. So we were able to capitalize. So shout out to the Bills defense. They came through and they did exactly what they needed to do, man. The game plan was simple, man. Disrupt the timing of the receivers. Disguise certain plays. Bring it back. Blitz. Don't blitz. Have Tua trying to guess what the hell we're going to do. And we got the we got the best of Tua. And now we have that. This game, we even things out. We're back in we're back into contention in the in the AFC East. We're one and one. We'll definitely take down the Jets, and we'll we'll definitely take down the Miami Dolphins later again, right? Even if the game matters to us, if the game matters to us, that's what it's going to come down to. So shout out to my man Edic for that. Uh, appreciate that super chat. I got my man PVC fam. What's up, fam? He goes, hey, this defense looks a lot better without Frazier, especially Ed Oliver. Bro is crushing. You know what beautiful thing about Ed Oliver? Ed Oliver is playing in a true three tech position meaning he's allowed to attack he's in attack mode constantly right you have a guy like daquan jones daquan jones job is to stuff the line and penetrate if you can and disrupt it but ed oliver on the other on the other side edward edward is just allowed to create havoc go ahead and create havoc and do what you're supposed to do that's why we drafted you with the eighth pick back then when we drafted you so now we're starting to reap the benefits of ed oliver so much love uh, for Ed Oliver, those are the those are the things you want to see. Those are the things you want to see from your guy. By the way, uh, Diggs' third touchdown, that corner on the skate. Oh, he had that boy on skates for sure. He had that boy on skates for sure. By the way, uh, Mikey, Mikey the Time Lord says, "Yo, what a great game! Crazy how last three games nearly forty points." Listen, man, and that that game, the last game that we had was more so everybody collectively coming together. Special teams, defense, like we all did it. I mean, Epinesa got in the action. Even today, Epinesa was trying to get another, yeah, another pick six when he freaking batted that, batted that ball down from my man to a tongue of Vailoa. But nonetheless, folks, nonetheless, let me just break it down to this way, right? At the end of the day, what it comes down to is this. We were able to put a game plan together that allowed the defensive front to get after it. Leonard Floyd has been such a great addition to this team. I do not know how and why that this brother was sitting there as a free agent and nobody picked him up. The Bills absolutely got a steal in Leonard Floyd. An absolute steal. How they let this brother get through is, is anybody's guess. But the fact of the matter is this. We brought that brother to this squad and he has been a breath of fresh air, an absolute breath of fresh air on this team. Leonard Floyd has been great. Greg Rousseau has been fantastic. This front line has been great. And here's the beautiful thing, too. We're dealing with Jalen Phillips, Jalen Phillips, Jordan Phillips, Tim Settle had a great game today as well, and Oliver. Then you got Greg Rousseau, that's that's multiple. He can play inside and he can play outside. You got Leonard Floyd coming after it. You got AJ Epinesa. These boys are really doing it. I could totally see why, you know what I'm saying, uh, Boogie Basham wasn't able to, to remain on the squad because there was too much depth. 
we're too deep. So at least we got something for him. I mean, we gave him away. We pretty much gave him away. But the fact of the matter is this. This, this, this defensive front is absolutely beasting. They're absolutely beasting. And Leonard Floyd has been a breath of fresh air. And wait till we bring back Von Miller. Game over, folks. It's game over. Now, it's going to take him some time to get to get you know, acclimated. It's going to take him some time to get into football shape. But once he does, bro, game over, man. And it just and this is what makes this is what pains me because we we gain him back, but we lose Trey. See, that's what that's what's killer. We gain him back and we lose Trey. And this is the this is the harsh reality of of football is that when you're when you think you got everything in, in shape and you're ready to get back to it, and then adversity comes. So this is adversity that we're gonna have to go through. And McDermott is gonna have to do a good job of keeping these guys focused. Keeping these guys their game and their head in the game. And you know what? Don't play play for the next man next to you. So play for the next man next to you. So Trey White going down. Yo, dedicate the rest of the season to Trey White. Let's go. Let's go. Because if you don't, yo, what are we playing for? Because you're playing for one another at the end of the day. When you play sports, you're not playing for yourself. You're playing for one another, man. I'm, I'm playing because yo, you're busting your ass. I'm gonna bust my ass too, so we can get this shit together. But it's the next man up mentality. At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. So guess what? Kyrie Elam, step up. Step up. And these four games that you've been sitting, I hope that you kind of you know, reflected and, and didn't get nasty and thought nasty things and just said, you know what? It's an opportunity for me to get better and get my act together. This is your opportunity. This is your chance at the end of the day. So, um, but all in all, folks, solid game altogether. I mean, if you if you think about it, my man Nate Geary today said something that was actually prolific. I wouldn't call it prolific, but it was actually something that, that really stands out. He says, listen, man, the Dolphins are going to bounce back. They're a very good football team. But the Dolphins played a real football team and folded like a lawn chair. I mean, they still have no answers for Josh. The Bills own the Dolphins. I mean, you can't, you can't make any truer statements than that. That's one, that's one rivalry that will remain not really rivalry. It's fun because Dolphins week and and it's like when the Bills wanted to play the the Tom Brady and the and the Patriots. Like we knew that it was it was no rivalry, but we 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 worked ourselves up to play the Patriots because when you beat the Patriots or at least you try to, it was a big deal. And for the Dolphins, beating the Bills is a big deal. They really thought that the tides have turned and that they're going to be the team to beat in the AFC East. And then we give them a, 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 a nice, strong reminder, a very strong reminder that that's cap. <laughs> that's cap. That's cap. And we show them exactly what it is. By the way, we got 761 people watching on YouTube. We got another 75 watching on Facebook. And we got one watching on Twitch. Salute to y'all. We appreciate y'all. And the rest of y'all watching on Twitter, salute to y'all right now. So, folks, great game altogether. Great game altogether. By the way, Marcel Louis-Jacques, the former reporter for the Bills, was saying not only are the Bills taking away Tua's first read, isn't that interesting? Taking away Tua's first read, but they're breathing down this brother's neck. Eight quarterback pressures and a sack for Buffalo in the first half. Leonard Floyd has five pressures already. I'm telling you, Leonard Floyd is a breath of fresh air on the squad. 
This guy is a triple OG. I love what he's done for the Bills. Love what he's done for the Bills. Unbelievable. So, folks, at the end of the day, what it comes down to is this. By the way, we get, we've we still got a, quite, quite a bit of you guys watching right now. But, I mean, listen, I got to go and record another podcast with my boys because we got we to gotta put one out for the Bing Squad. We got to put one out for the Bing Squad. By the way, Tony Clifton, peace, brother. I appreciate you, my G. I really do. You guys already know I do. Uh, Valerie Blemar, Blemur. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, comes in and says, Valerie comes in and says, hey, my opinion, L versus Jets may have been a good thing for Josh Allen. I think he realized how important it is to be smart and take what the defense gives him. You know what, Valerie? You're absolutely freaking right with that. I think that he needed that game. That four interception game, not only that he threw four interceptions, right? But he absolutely, he shit the bed that game. Like we lost the game wholeheartedly because of him. And I don't think he wants that feeling ever again. So good thing is it happened first week. The bad thing is it happened first week. So it, it, it actually, it magnetized how, how badly that we lost that game to a team where we're like, Oh my gosh, you lost to that team. Wah! Right. With Zach Wilson. Are you kidding me? It sucks because that's the game that Aaron Rodgers goes out and just all hope is lost. But then here comes Zach Wilson and he musters a good game and they beat us. But he didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. But you need that game because Josh Allen got absolutely trashed by his own. He got criticized heavily from national media, even local media, even local guys like myself. I was like, man, that is a trash game. That's that's his worst game. But you got to keep it real with yourself. And know that your quarterback is way better than that. And whatever he put on, that was some bullshit. And he knows that. And he's not trying to return to that. Thus, what he's done the last three games. Pounded the, pounded the commanders. Pounded the raiders. And we just pounded the dolphins. Clapped them cheeks. And that's how, that's how it should be. So kudos to the Bills. Kudos to the Bills. So that being said, folks. Solid game altogether. I love it. And uh, we you can't go wrong with, with having a wonderful day. Like, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to be real with you. We have a holiday tomorrow, Canadians. We have a holiday tomorrow. And uh, I don't have to go into work tonight. And it's going to be wonderful. I get to watch some of the games tonight. I don't got to go to sleep. And my, we're probably going to have a meal. I don't know what we're going to I think I'm probably going to barbecue something. I don't know what I'm going to do. But everything that I'm going to do today is going to be twice as good. You know what I'm saying? Twice as good. Probably too much information, but I'm clapping cheeks tonight. That's for sure. And it's probably going to be real good. In honor of the Bills clapping cheeks, I'm going to do the same. I got to. In honor of the Bills clapping cheeks, y'all should do the same. And every time that we clap, <laughs> I know I'm, being, I'm being silly right now, but y'all catch what I'm saying. Y'all catch what I'm saying. But altogether, solid game. Uh, the only blemish, obviously, the only blemish, obviously a big blemish, is Trey White going down. But at the end of the day, folks, it's uh, it's one of those games where it, you're just glad that this is able to happen. Now, if the Jets can go ahead and beat the Chiefs, we'll take it. We'll absolutely take it. But I doubt it's going to happen. So, by the way, shout out to my man, Dan Mitchell. Dan Mitchell put himself out there. And he said that he was a system quarterback, too. He was a system quarterback. And uh, and he's we're going to make him look like one. And guess what? We are. And we did. So shout out to my man, Dan. You, your your Twitter's not going to be on fire. 
you have more reason for you to talk your ish, go ahead and do that, man. And all this and all this uh tool for MVP, zip it. National media, zip it. Miami Dolphins fans, zip it. Zip all of it. Zip it all. And by the way, for those that didn't know I was Canadian, yeah, I'm Canadian. A lot of people don't realize that you don't sound Canadian. What you want me to talk like, eh? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna win the game, eh? No, I don't talk like that. <laughs> don't forget, I'm Caribbean, huh? I'm Haitian. So no, 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 no. I grew up in the house speaking French, Creole, and then we and then we spoke in English. All right. But we don't talk like, hey, no, 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 we don't do that. <laughs> Some people say, yeah, you don't sound Canadian. The hell's a Canadian sound like? Not like this. Not like this. But anyway, folks, let me let me let me conclude this this stream by saying this. Hell of a win. Hell of a win for the Bills. Hell of a game for people watching in the stands today. That's the type of that's the type of performance that you want your team to give you at home against a division foe. You need that. You got to get that from your team. And that's what they did today. They absolutely did that. They absolutely did that. By the way, shout out to my Haitian thinking atheists. Um, but yeah, man, you got to, you, those are, these are games that you, you relish, right? And you, and the beautiful thing is the Dolphins, they're the ones that got to pick the pieces up. They got to pick the pieces up and find out, okay, where did we go wrong here? And they got to figure them. They got to figure their way out where we have to continue to build. We're going to build and we're going to keep building. And along the way, we're probably going to take a, we're probably going to hit a blip here and there, but along the way, we got to keep building and make things happen. I'm going to tell you, man, when I, when I see who we play, hold on, where's my, I'm looking at the, the, I'm looking at oh, what we got here. So I got a WC. Listen, this is how I had it. I saw I had us losing to the Jets, winning against the Raiders, winning against the Washington, winning against the Dolphins. For some reason, I have us losing to the Jaguars in London. I really hope that's not the case. Because the way we're playing right now, we're taking that win. And then we got the Giants after that. Then we got the Patriots after that. Then we got Tampa after that. Then we got the Bengals. And the Bengals are not the Bengals of old. Bro, we can go on a run. We can absolutely go on a run right now. That first loss to the Jets, bro, we can change things. Take the Lund take, take Jaguars. I know we're playing in London, so we might be out of sorts. We might be jet-lagged. I don't know how that's going to be. We should be able to take them. And then we got the Giants, Patriots, Tampa. Tampa ain't shit. The Bengals ain't shit either. Bro, we can go on a run. Then we got the Broncos. Then we got the Jets again, week 11. Bro, yo, we got this. And then we got the Eagles. Woo! Bro, I'm pumped. One game at a time, but we got this, man. Yo, we can really make a run. Then we got the Cowboys. And then, we, yo, this one sucks, man. He was going to play up against his brother. Stephon Diggs was going to go play up against his brother against the Cowboys. And that sucks. That would have been really nice to see. Ah, that sucks. That sucks. But anyway, I'm going to cut the stream right here. And just, just enjoy this win, man. Just enjoy this win. We need that. We needed that. And we got it. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys enjoyed this stream, do me a favor. Smash that like. If you, if, if you share this stream, we appreciate you. If you have joined as a Bing Squad member, do me a favor. Go to www.supportbf.com. If you want to become a member, 
do ourselves a, do yourselves a favor. Jump on there. We got your membership tiers. And they're all over the place. And uh, jump in there and get on there. I'm about to I'm about to go and record another podcast right now with the fellas. And then we'll get right back to it. And that will be uh we'll try to we'll we'll try to release that as soon as we can. But we're we're going no holds, no holds bars here. You know what I'm We're gonna say what we want. It's gonna be my, myself, 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 Pierre, and my man Bobby. So we're gonna hold it down. So, folks, enjoy the rest of your evening. I know I will. Have a have a great meal. You know what I'm saying? If you if you usually have one glass of wine, have three. This is the time to do it. This is a celebration, right? If you normally have two or three beers, have four or five. You know what I'm saying? And have a really good one. And have a great night's sleep. For the Americans that got to go back to work tomorrow, wear your jersey, wear your ball cap, wear all that stuff to let the people know what's good. If you live in Florida and you're a Bills fan, yo, flip that shit around and walk around and let them know what's good. Let them know what's good, man. So, folks... Enjoy the rest of your evening. I'm your host, Rico. This is the Rico Report. And uh, we will catch you again Tuesday night. But until next time, enjoy the rest of your evening. Monday night, my man Z-Bot is going to be holding it down. Tune in with my man Z-Bot. He's going to turn things up for everybody. And I'm going to hit you back at it again on Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? And then we keep it rolling because we got the Jaguars up next. 10 a.m. game. Be ready for it. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. Let me get my bass because you know I got to get my bass in there. So, folks, enjoy the rest of your evening. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. It's the Rico Report. And until next time, it's your boy. And I'm gone. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.